Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize your star. Because you're a star wherever you are. Guess what? You can't see in the darkness without the light. Guess what? Someone needs to recognize their power, and stars are power. They are a bright, bright light that illuminates the sky. And without them, a lot of things would likely go wrong. The sun is one of the brightest, biggest stars, and its light not only lights up the sky, but it lights up the entire world that we live in. So remember, you're part of the star power, and you are a star, wherever you are. Whether you live in the Netherlands, or Italy, or England, or Canada, or Maine, in the United States of America, you're a star. Yeah, I said it. Whatever. Let's get into our conversation. The first part of our conversation today is we're going to be talking about no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us anyway. Well, you can guess it's Thursday and Pod Save America is going to have a stupid podcast where they talk about something that I don't know if we want to listen to. They're going to be kind of giving Biden a pass on being a president because who knows what the hell he's doing right now. I'm tired of hearing that they're trying to work in a bipartisan way with a group of people that do not care about anything but their pockets. Not that the Democrats care about anything besides their pockets either because they kind of don't. They're owned by donors. We know this. Regular people can see it. You can look it up. You can see it. They can't hide it. It's kind of obvious. What I'm saying is when they do this thing where they tweet out all the time or they go on TV or they have these meetings and they discuss things, like, I feel like it's all fantasy for TV. Like, it's not real. Like, if you're going to pass something or you're going to change legislation, then do it and stop talking about it. Why don't you create a better medical system that isn't like the one that we have right now? It's shitty. It actually sucks. Like, it really sucks. I, I don't know why we're still talking about that. But okay. Okay. Next part of our conversation. Just, they keep lying. And pretending like they're they're doing things for the people. Nothing is ever for the people. Because the people don't have a voice in any of this. They can have all these studies. And they can give people out assessments. And they can look at the numbers. And they can look at what people are saying. But that does not mean they're going to listen to us. That just means they have numbers and they have factors. And granted, sometimes when they do these things... They look at the numbers months after. So they're making stupid decisions. Now, as far as the Democrats go, they're going to be facing off in a year or so about there's going to be an election. They should be very worried. I think they're in trouble. I don't think they can placate on the idea that black people are going to be Democrats because they're working for black people because they're not working for black people. I mean, there still isn't any George Floyd anything. They haven't done any of that. None of it. There isn't a law that protects people against these shitty cops. There's none of that. So how does this work? If they say they're going to do stuff, but they lie about it, like the actual legislation part of it. 
Like, where's any of the things that they said they were going to do? All those promises that Nancy Pelosi promised us while she was wearing Kute Kente cloths, trying to pretend like she was with the black people. Bitch, that doesn't mean you're with the black people. It, like, stop. That's a piece of fabric. Stop. Stop. And I'm sorry, but there's black people that are in the 1%. There's educated black people. Not every black person lives in a hood or lives in an area that doesn't get treated like other people. Some black people are married to the prince of fucking England. Like, what is her name? Meghan Markle. Like, not everyone's the same. And the idea that you think you're going to convince a group of people to continue to vote for you while you provide us nothing is ridiculous. Like, that's why Trump run. Like, black people don't owe you nothing. Like, people that aren't white don't owe you anything. And you should be concerned about that. Because we continuously watch you not doing anything. Like, there's mixed people of more distance than one that aren't just black, aren't just white. I have to select the other category that are sick of this shit why do black people have to be victims why do black people have to be poor why do black people have to be drug users why can't black people be educated why can't black people be smart why can't black people be in their one percent why do you have to separate black people from everyone else if you're trying to create an environment where all lives matter Why do we have to create a group called Black Lives Matter so you recognize the fact that police officers will just run up on a black person and shoot them during the daylight because they don't fucking care? Why do you put white police officers in neighborhoods they shouldn't be in? And I don't want to hear that you have a, a problem with staff. Stop hiring people that shouldn't be doing these jobs. Maybe that's the thing. Or maybe stop giving police officers all these freedoms why do they get to hide behind all this shit (laughs) you're so silly hi well give it to me just That was my husband being an idiot. Um, why do they get to placate and hide behind this stuff like like they didn't do anything? Like, why is that the idea? Like, literally. Like, at what point do they start to question themselves? Because not only do they have to worry about black people not voting for them, but there's Spanish people that don't have to vote for them either. That have been there for a certain amount of time too. But I don't like what they do with black people. How they do the neighborhood thing. Or they do the welfare queen thing. There's a lot of Spanish people that are not living life a certain way. That are living off of welfare. And getting jobs to quit them. To gain the money and income tax. And having kids out of wedlock. And aren't doing things smart either. But there's also a lot of Spanish people that are educated. Are in the 1%. And disagree with a lot of things Democrats do. So there's two sides of this. Like, who are they talking to? Just who? And how do they? How long do they think they continue this bullshit up? 
there's more people of other races than there is of white people. I mean, I'm not saying that white people don't dominate America. They do. But what I'm saying is the other races are starting to grow. And the idea that a city or a town or a state can just be predominantly white and ignore everyone else is ridiculous. It's also ridiculous to do the whole thing that Republicans do by telling white women that live in suburbs that they have to worry about black people coming to take their space. What makes you think that your whack ass is that important that anyone wants to come take your space? Please explain that to me. Please. The Democrats are in trouble. And... I don't know, man. I, I just, they keep saying one thing and doing another. There's no George Floyd Protection Act. They're not saving any votes. They don't really care. Like, they elect people in the office to lie to us. And it's just, it's one thing after another. Inflation, inflation, inflation. I'm going to keep talking about that. Why the fuck do I have to spend $6 on fucking milk? Like, are you kidding me? Like, to order a pizza is almost $30, dude. Like, why? 12 Coke Zeros is $10 at Stop and Shop, man. 10 $10. $10. A bag of mixed candy is $13.49. Inflation is a problem here. The gas where I live is almost $4. Like, that's what people are going to be thinking about when you're trying to get reelected. Not you promising to keep us away from Republicans. We don't give a fuck about Republicans. They don't actually matter. They don't actually have anything going for themselves. They're okay with people not taking a COVID vaccine in the middle of a pandemic. They, all they want to do is talk about religion. But religion is dying in the United States of America because people are tired of that shit. It's a business. And the only reason they like religion is because it's a business. And that's not lie. That's why Christians want to be Republican. Because they like the fact that Republicans relate to them. See it? See it? Yeah. See it? Yeah. So Republicans are a joke. Like, Matt Gates, a joke. Marjorie Taylor Greene, just ugh. Just ugh. Democrats need to get down and dirty or prepare to lose all of it. Just do it. Like, they can prepare to lose all of it. They're still fucking talking about the fact that Trump won, even though he lost. A year later. A fucking year later. A year ago, he lost. He lost. Americans were like, bye, bitch, you're done. And he was like, no, but I think I won. With, like, such a small percentage. Like, your base is like a dot. And all the other people you want to vote for you think you're a fucking lunatic. Tell me how that works. Even for Biden, he's way too old to be in office. And I'm sorry. While I'm, I'm glad he finally got in office, I think he's too old. I think the decisions that he makes are kind of weird. Also, I don't think he's listening to any of us, which is annoying. Him and uh, his vice president need to be in Arizona and West Virginia every fucking day. That's what they need to be doing. They need to elect people into these positions that are going to make change. Because you know who's tired of looking at the shit never change? Us. You know who's tired of us listening to our relatives and our family members and our parents? Nothing has changed. Fucking Martin Luther King was walking, doing marches in 1960, and it's 2021, and nothing has changed. Not a fucking thing. Why are we talking about 
black Americans fighting for their rights. Did you hear what I just said? Black Americans. We're not talking about someone trying to come here to get refuge from another country. We're talking about black Americans. They're American. They're born here. They're American. We're fighting for rights for some shit where we already live. Are you kidding me? Just the audacity of that shit. But meanwhile, you can let Spaniards in and people from fucking Germany and all these other goddamn countries. But you still want to treat black people like this. You got a problem, Democrats. Because what makes you think black people are just going to be like, oh, okay, oh, okay. That Obama crap, Obama's not president. And Obama's getting paid to do all the bullshit he does. And he made some very dumb decisions when he was in office. You can just look back. Just the Obamacare, shit show. Yeah, shit show. Anyways, um, what's going on in media this week? Um, nothing's being passed. Fox News sucks. Every news station sucks. If you want the media, don't look at TV because you ain't going to find it there. There's a few people that speak reality, but the rest of them are just getting paid. And they're just being moved around like puppets. What a puppet show. Because that's what it is. It's corporate media. And that's what you're listening to. Corporate media. Where they want to shield everybody and try to play like Biden's so great, but he kind of sucks. Let's not lie about it. Both parties suck. There's one party, there's two colors, and we're all in the middle of it. Find a way to become independent and separate yourself from the liars. That is your edition of No Me Allow, No Media Allow, No Me Allow, because they allowed us anyway. Because nothing's happening right now. They have to, October 18th, to make a decision about something. And guess what? That's coming really fast. And no decisions have been made about anything. Just saying. Just saying. Yep. Just saying. Nothing is happening. And why do they go on all these goddamn vacations? What the fuck do they need a vacation for? They don't do anything when they're there. Katie Porter is one of the only people in office that I ever see do anything. And she represents Orange County in California. And goddammit, she is the best one in there. Thank you, Katie. Keep fighting, girl. I support you. She's the only one. The only one. All the rest of them suck. Because AOC wearing some stupid ass dress, tax the rich, don't mean shit to me. She shouldn't have been at that goddamn party. I don't understand that. She represents a lie. Bernie Sanders will fold for Biden. Lies. It's bullshit. Next. Okay, moving on with our conversation. Today is Thursday. And... How can you be a good author and try to get a a book deal, right? Because to be a good author, you have to have a book deal and you have to have somebody release the book so people can get it. But how do books work when there aren't any bookstores? We've talked about this before. There's only Barnes and Noble and there's only a few of them. They're not in every town. They're not everywhere. There's only a few of them. Granted, there might be little bookstores and little towns and little places, but there's not a surplus of bookstores. And while there are books in stores, would it be better to just try to get a book deal to only release your book virtually, like 
online and have it directly shipped to a person's home versus having it in a bookstore. As someone that's venturing into the book writing world and is going to get this done with these books that I've started, I ask myself that all the time. Like, how am I going to do this? Like, is this going to be easy? Is it even worth me doing? Should I even try it? Um, granted, I want to try it just to see where it could go, to see if it's a good idea. Um, before I do anything, of course, I'm going to let other people read it first and then see. But, like, the idea here is, like, is writing over? Like, I don't think it's over. I think it's changing. But what is it changing to? Like, is it changing to something better? Or is it not? Because books in Barnes & Noble are far more expensive than ordering it on your Kindle or just not reading at all. I don't know. Like, there's not a lot of options for this. So, like, does that mean it's dying off or does that mean people are reading differently? I guess we'll find out but writing can be fun and it should be next part of our conversation is it easier to learn a language in school or in an app I don't know like I did Italian for three years in college and I know you're saying three yeah, but I took, like, the, like, honors version of Italian senior year just because, I don't know. I took it because it was offered, and I and I really liked the language of Italian. And, uh, granted, in Italy, the Italian isn't the same as you learn it in school. It's more, um, ciao! Uh, like, how are you doing today? Like, How's it going? Like, molto bene, grazie, grazie. Like, it's it's more like conversational language. Like, that's how Italy is. I'm thinking it's like that with Spanish, too, depending on where you're going. Like, I've been to Mexico, and, like, they're having conversational Spanish. So, it's it's kind of different. Like, I feel like things are different. And I feel like... that's a good thing but I kind of think you need to have a combination of the two of them I think you need to take a language in school definitely college and I definitely think you need to utilize these apps too like when I was taking Italian I found so many apps and I followed this guy on YouTube And it really helped me with my conversational Italian. Like, it really, really, really helped me build upon that. And, like, it helped me explain myself. And I loved taking Italian. And I do think that knowing multiple languages separates yourself from others. And it gives you the ability to have conversations with people that you normally wouldn't be able to talk to. And I think that's the only way we're going to be able to grow as people. And I think that's the only way that we're going to be able to learn new things and have fun in different places as if we learn different languages so if you can't go to college and you're not in a college then you're going to have to just use the app but you're if you're in a situation where you're going to have to take a language in college fully utilize that to your benefit so you can learn something that you can use later or use both of them at once i think this is a situation where you can do both of once um learning a language is very cool and i really do think you're gonna appreciate it later on Next part of our conversation, nail art is a beautiful thing. It is. 
And I don't think nail art gets a lot of hype. And I get my nails done. I get them done every two weeks. Sometimes I do designs. Sometimes I do them plain. Sometimes I get my toes done. Um, I really, it really sucks yourself apart from people when you have your nails done and it's done with like a design. Like right now, my nails are blue and it's got this, uh, and they've, they're mate and they've got this really cool design on them. And like, it looks like a piece of photography or something like the way it looks I don't know it's just it's not like anything else and and that's what I want when I get my nails done I want something like that and that's exactly what I get and nail art is like art on your nails like you're looking at art on your nails like I don't know if you get that from painting your nails but that's what you get when you get them done at like the nail salon like it's like artwork and I don't think it gets enough hype. Like, all the work that goes into it, I don't think the people that do it get enough hype. Every time I get my nails done, I'm always like, thank you. And I'm always like, you're an artist because they are an artist. And they need to be treated like they're artists. Like, that's not easy. Doing those things that they do is not easy. They don't just learn how to do it. It's a work of art. Like, they literally probably have to study how to draw like that and everything. And And when they're done, like, they're true artists. And I think we need to find a way to appreciate them more. So, you know, if you're lucky enough to get your nails done or your toes done or anything like that, appreciate your nail artist and, and tell them that, you know, like maybe go get a pedicure, maybe go get a manicure. If you're a guy, if you're a girl, go enjoy it. Appreciate the art of it. And and you can definitely make a difference in that way. Nail art is truly cool. And I got to tell you, I wish I could show you my nails because they are dynamite. Um, if I start this YouTube up any day now, you'll be able to see them on there. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, next part of our conversation. There's so much on HBO we need to catch up on. I don't know. Like, I was going to see if there's anything new on HBO, but it looked like they just have movies. The last thing we watched on there was Mayor of Briar or Mayor or whatever east town or whatever that was last thing and we did just watch that um uh soprano movie now i thought the movie was fine i was listening to another podcast where they really broke down that movie and went into it granted some of it seemed like they tried to fit a lot into that movie and it might not have all fit in there it was still good uh it still gave like the kid version of what uh tony who tony was and i liked it um, it made me want to watch uh, Sopranos over from the beginning. That's um, because the ending pissed me off. But um, it is a show I'm definitely going to look at again. Um, and I think HBO is a great place to find a lot of things. I told you I was going to start True Blood again too. Um, I'm definitely going to take full advantage of the fact that there's really amazing things on HBO. And they just keep getting better. Like... Like, when they come out, the fact that I could watch a movie there that I don't have to go to the movie theater to see that maybe isn't good as another movie, is that's just really, uh, it's nice not to have to go to the movies if I don't really have to go. Like, it's nice to be able to just chill on the couch and just watch the movie in the living room. I like that. Or on my phone, whatever. I like that. Or catch up on a series that series that's coming out and for them to give notifications. HBO's doing a great job. They've always done a great job. So let's just can hope that they continue to push out things we want to look at, right? That's what we want. We want them to keep pushing out things we want to look at. Uh, 
Next part of the conversation. Stars isn't full of stars. Like, some of the stuff on stars, like, what the hell is it? Like, I don't know. There was one show I wanted to watch on there that I didn't get to see yet, but I wanted to watch it. But I I searched for it, and I couldn't find it. So I don't know if they, like, stopped making it, or I don't know if I should go on it. I don't think I want to spend, like, five ninety nine on stars to have that. Like, I, I don't, like, if it was free with Xfinity, maybe. But the fact that I have to pay for it, pass. I don't know. Some of the shows seem like they suck. Like, it seems like it's overdone. The actors aren't that great. And it's just questionable. And, like, I watch a lot of things. I watch a lot of apps. I look at a lot. And I'm not waiting to look at that. So, stars isn't stars. And we talk about stars all the time on Born to be a Star. And stars doesn't have any stars. Just don't say it. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't. Pass. Anyways... Oh my God, how did we finish this podcast this fast today? We're only at 25 minutes. Whoa. Well, you know, I didn't kind of go on as much of a binge talking about Nickelodeon as much as I wanted to, but they kind of suck. But that's the end of the podcast today. Thank you for tuning in to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize your star. Because you're a star wherever you are. And no, I can't sing, but I keep trying to act like I can. But let's just face it, I'm not Beyonce. Beyonce can have it all to herself. Because pass. It's not worth it. It's really not worth it for me. No, I like my freedom. I like being able to go wherever I want without paparazzi and cameras everywhere. Granted, I might like that, but I feel like being a star is two things. You can't go anywhere, and everybody wants to talk to you. And while that looks like it's fun, it likely isn't. Just saying. But what do I know? Who knows? Um, let's appreciate our now people. Let's find something good to watch on HBO, and let's make some pot roast. Thank you for listening to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Will you recognize your star? Because you're a star wherever you are. And if somebody tells you the opposite of that, ignore them and hit them with your star power. See you tomorrow. Bye.